Hey, I'm Dave. And a fun fact about me is that I'm Kate's producer for The Daily Dollop. Kate's taken a well-earned break this week, so we thought we'd go back into the archives and reheat some of the most downloaded episodes over the last year. So enjoy The Daily Dollop Reheated. of the Daily Dollop, I'm going to chat about intermittent fasting and look at a key piece of research that assesses whether intermittent fasting is a more superior way for you to lose weight. Well, welcome back to the show, everyone. My name's Kate Freeman. I'm a registered nutritionist and the founder of the Healthy Eating Hub. And fun fact about me is that I love food combos. Following on from my last episode's fun fact where I love condiments, well, food combos are just the best. I'm one of those eaters who likes to put all the different foods on my fork, one mouthful, all at the same time. It's like a flavor party in my mouth. So good. My husband's one of those people who eats all his food separately. So if we have a roast, I'm like roast meat and potato and carrot and broccoli and gravy, right? And I just, it's all together and I spend the meal like finding the best combo and then my last mouthful has to be that combo. So I end the meal with joy and closure. But Brad has to eat it all separately. So he eats like all the veggies first, all the potato and then all the meat. What a weirdo. Um, I love him though, which, you know, it's a good thing that I do. But I just sometimes make these meals where you're supposed to put all the components together because all the flavors complement each other. And I just watch, sit there and watch him eat it all separately. And I, I was like, you're supposed to eat that together, boy. Anyway, bless him, but each to their own, hey. But I just really love eating so much. And so if, actually, if I'm super honest, the thought of fasting ugh, really is not something I'm keen on. I need regular feeding. Fasting does not work for me. I do not like it at all for myself personally. I've done the 40-hour famine. It was not fun. Yeah, skipping meals and everything everything is just not, I do not function well without eating. And so, yeah, fasting is something that I think, uh, I'm not super fussed on. I also don't love the idea of ignoring hunger cues um, because I, I'm a, a really big believer in the importance of honoring those hunger and fullness cues of the body and learning to listen to your body. And I just feel like fasting is like this blatant like rejection of what your body is telling you to do. And I just, yeah, I'm not fussed on it really, to be honest. But however, I am a qualified nutrition professional. And as such, I try hard to not let my personal biases get in the way of some good science. So let's get stuck in to the episode today. The intermittent fasting that I'm chatting about is the 5-2 protocol, so where you're fasting or greatly restricting your calories two days a week and then eating normally five days a week. There are a number of different variations now of this protocol. I know that some people fast every second day or they're fasting more frequently than two days a week, but there's it's sort of there's these distinct days where there's severe calorie restriction or fasting and then days when you're eating normally. 
as opposed to time-restricted feeding, which I discussed in a breakfast episode, which is where you're fasting for a certain amount of time within a 24-hour period. So for example, you're fasting for 16 hours a day and then eating for eight. So check out that episode if you want more on time-restricted feeding. But, you know, when it comes to in intermittent fasting, there's lots of woo out there. You know, just things like that really annoy me where it's like, oh, hacking my metabolism and I'm, you know, boosting my mental clarity and I'm prolonging my life and things like that. I just think it's a pretty long bow to draw for a lot of those things. They're hard to measure and intangible. And, you know, I don't think fasting is for everybody and right for everybody. The problem is, is that it's crazy popular at the moment, which is very typical of different fad diets. We're all obsessed with losing weight and, and achieving perfect health and the perfect body. And so, you know, these diets, they naturally, you know, ebb and flow in popularity. But it bothers me that fasting is so popular because I, I just, I don't know, I just think where do we draw the line between being an adult and being free to manipulate your diet to achieve a particular result, to then having disordered eating patterns, which is where we refer to people who unnecessarily restrict um, and try and stick to really low-calorie diets, often quite unsuccessfully, and that's resulting in overeating or binging, to then having a full-blown diagnosed eating disorder where there's like high levels of restriction and food anxiety and stress, I don't know. It's it's a slippery slope of a spectrum and I just I guess I just want to say, you know, of course I'm not saying that people who fast are disordered eating or have eating disorders, so please don't don't think that that's what I'm saying. I guess what I am saying is that if you are considering fasting for an approach to weight loss or you have been fasting and you're really struggling on it, just just be careful that it isn't a slippery slope for you and that you are forming a healthy relationship with food long term. That's just my thoughts around that. Um, you know, the other thing that I like my clients to think about when they're considering fasting is that fasting to lose weight is one way that we create an energy deficit and we need an energy deficit for successful weight loss. And so, of course, if you're not eating in one day, you're creating a huge energy deficit um, where your body has to go and find fat source. So it helps just drop your overall average energy intake over time, which helps you lose weight. But of course, you can't just fast for forever. Like you do actually have to eat or you'll die. And so there is an element of also thinking about learning. You still have to learn good nutrition. So you still need proteins and carbohydrates and fats you still need fiber you still need veggies and fruits for gut health like you still need to eat these foods to get these nutrients in still need to learn how to to do that consistently so I don't know you can either learn to do that every single day or you can learn to do it every five days a week if, if you're deciding to fast so yeah just keep that in mind but let's have a look at the research so does fasting work yes 100% it does. It's well backed by literature. I've linked to a systematic review in the show notes. It was published this year in 2020, so it's a really new review. And I've also linked to an article that I wrote for Her Canberra a few years ago now, 
which has sort of links to some research too. And so anyway, there's been more studies conducted on intermittent fasting since I wrote that article. And um, yeah, so, but most of the, the evidence hasn't changed around it. So the systematic review is basically looking at all of the studies done on intermittent fasting for weight loss. And so there were 27 studies that's been done now. Nine of those studies had no control group. So we would call them pretty poor evidence. They're literally just comparing um, in individuals' weight to their baseline weight measure. And then they did intermittent fasting. And of course, yep, they all lost weight. But there's no control group. So comparing it to another method of losing weight. And the idea of a control group is controlling for particular variables. So you can be sure that it was the treatment that actually got the results or was it something something else. So yeah, studies without a control group, we definitely take with a grain of salt. There were 18 and then the 18 rest of the studies were small randomized controlled trials. So they're much better evidence. So they're going to have a control group. Participants are randomized to those groups. And, and so they looked at comparing intermittent fasting with calorie restriction. So, you know, another diet to, to drop your calories. The thing that this, the systematic review pointed out is that the studies were short. So only two to 26 weeks in duration, and they had low numbers of participants. The other thing is, is that across the trials that there were various different protocols used as fasting. So some fasting every second day, some doing 5-2, etc. So a, quite a bit of variation in what the fasting protocol was. But overall, so looking at all of the breadth of this research, intermittent fasting did result in weight loss. In the trials comparing it to the calorie restriction, there were equivalent results, which means that calorie restriction is just as effective as achieving weight loss as the intermittent fasting was. And in some studies, the intermittent fasting wasn't as good as the calorie restriction. And then in other studies, the intermittent fasting was better than the calorie restriction. And so when we look at the breadth of all of those studies and we sort of mush all those results together, we pretty much conclude that intermittent fasting is one way that you can achieve weight loss results, but it's not superior to just general calorie restriction. The other thing that the study concluded is that there's no adverse events. So it appears to be safe. They did sort of mention that, you know, overweight and obese participants reported things like constipation and dizziness and headaches and bad breath, etc., but that those symptoms weren't changed with fasting. So when they, you know, measured those adverse events, they were around regardless of whether the participant was fasting or not. So it appears to be a safe thing that you can do if you want to embark on it. And certainly what I mentioned at the beginning with disordered eating patterns and it being a slippery slope, that's just my personal observation from being in the industry. Um, as well. So if you, there's no um, underlying eating disorder or this is not triggering for you, then fasting is absolutely one method that you can use to successfully achieve your weight loss goals if you can stick to it. And again, this is where the challenge comes in because I've actually personally helped a number of clients do intermittent fasting and a number of problems arise. 
The first problem is, is that they don't stick to 500 calories on the fast day because they get hungry. So the 500 calories quickly creeps into 900 calories because, ah, oh, throw in an extra coffee there or another boiled egg here because I'm so hungry and I'm not coping and I've got to work and I've got to look after the kids and I've got stuff to do so I need to function, right? Or on the days when they are eating, they're making poor choices and they're still not maximizing their diet quality. And it's really important because now, because they're fasting two days a week, now they only have five days a week to get their nutrition in. So I'm still having to work with these clients to go, look, we still need to develop habits about making sure we get veggies in at most of your meals and choosing high fiber carbohydrates and you know getting enough protein, et cetera. And, and there's, there's lots of challenges associated with that. So I know people who have successfully done intermittent fasting long-term and have got great results and it just fits in with a part of their life. But I also know people who haven't done very well on intermittent fasting at all, myself included. So I guess what's important to note is that when something is really popular but you can't do it or you can't stick to it, often that can make you feel like a failure because all you see is all these wonderful success stories of people who are doing so well on this diet and you can end up feeling like, well, why aren't I doing very well on this? Like, far out, it's so not fair that this is supposed to be like this new magic thing and I can't stick to it. It's not magic. It's not any more magic than creating an energy deficit and then sustaining that over the long term so that you your body's burning fat. It's literally as simple as that. So if it's not working for you, just ditch that bad boy. Don't stress yourself over it anymore. Find the weight loss method that's realistic and sustainable for you and that you can do long term. And I've always say, always say, is that you want to lose weight in the same way that you intend on maintaining it. So if you intend on fasting two days a week for the rest of your life and that can fit within your life and you can do it and it works for you, go for it. There's lots of good evidence that, that shows that it will work for you. Ensure that you're getting good diet quality on your other days. You'll be sweet. But at the end of the day, team, you must remember that you've got to find what works for you. And the best diet for you is the one where there's key nutrition principles that suits your life and that you can stick to. Well, that's it for today's episode, team. Jump to the show notes for the links to the articles. Otherwise, have a top day, whether you eat or not. <laughs>